Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back at it. It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix joins me in studio. We got a new location. It will remain undisclosed. But don't mind us, because it's dope. Right now, we're doing Retro RVK with the green screen, the green table. We're going to get a new outlook very soon. You guys will like it. We're going to do the pop culture today, which is going to be why women pack so much. Your mom did it. Your girlfriend does it. Your wife does it. Why? We're going to talk about the college football playoff, why we hate all four top teams. We're going to talk about West Virginia's bold bid. We're going to talk about the coaching situation. We're going to talk about rumors. We're going to talk about if Will plays, if Sills plays, if Long plays, and the rest of them. And then... We're going to have a little fun. So get at us and pay attention. It's the RBK. It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. This is the Raspy Voice Kids Pop Culture. We are presented by Swill Dog, as you can see, the finest hard cider in all of the world. Made right in Franklin, West Virginia. It is a West Virginia brand, and they make West Virginia proud. Get Swill. Get Swill. Responsibly, of course. We're also brought to you by Shrinkables. Shrinkables! Sandwich, you located on 461 High Street. They are the king of the fat sandwich. Make sure you tell them that the Raspy Voice Kids sent you when you show up. George Daniels. And Mr. Chris Neal himself, that is Truck Neal himself. Y'all got to go check them out. They're also in the stadium. They were at uh, WVU football all year. Go find them. And finally, we're brought to you by Astro Auto, the finest automotive dealer in all of the state of West Virginia. When you want a quality ride, excellent experience, and to be driven in class, you go to Astro Auto. The man with the plan is Mr. Jamie Spears. And then, of course, Jamie, tell us about Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. My dude, your dude, our dude, Jim Ashley, the quintessential businessman, soon to be, kind of be already. We saw you in Canada, world traveler. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. We're going to talk right now about pop culture. And the pop culture today is women are the worst packers in the world. <clears throat> they are. 
Did you know this? Yeah, you knew this. Your mother's a bad packer. Your wife is a bad packer. Your girlfriend's a bad packer. And if you're not the, if it's not your wife, mother, or girlfriend, you are the mother, wife, or girlfriend. Right, right. You're bad at packing. What do we mean by bad at packing, Jeremy? I'm telling you, the amount of clothes, the amount of things that women pack to go on vacation is absurd. They pack two of everything. Literally, literally, real talk. I went to Vegas the other way, uh, the, uh, the, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I had a female who, 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 uh, who accompanied me. She had like three different cases, monster case. I had one case, one case, shoes and all, three cases. I'm going to show you a picture. I'm going to flash a picture one of these times so you can actually see it. Just ridiculous. What do you have in there? Well, what what in the world do you have in there? The thing they say is that women typically pack far too much because they plan for any circumstance. Yeah, okay. Whatever. But the truth is women pack too much because they think too much. They think every situation is going to present itself. And it's probably not going to. Not only is it not going to, Who's carrying the bags? Not it's you. Bingo. I'm not saying, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying things too much. I'm just saying, we, we go through, you know, customs, all the other stuff. Who's loaded down? You went through customs going to Las Vegas? <laughs> uh, this was another trip. Okay. Yeah, okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> this was another trip. Jeremy's okay? also the quintessential businessman. Yeah, yeah, hey. You ain't know me and you, Jim Ashley. We one of the kind, okay? I'm just saying, like, going through different things. And you have to walk through this, go on long ways. You ain't carrying that stuff. We carry it. Now, we'll tell you also, we'll tell you also how much better men are at packing. And I think it's because men just know how to make it. We just know how to make it. We don't waste time. No, fra- no hassle, no frills. We just get it done. Studies will suggest that 42% of us don't pack our own bags. So our wives, our mothers, <laughs> and our girlfriends are packing our bags. And if we do pack our own bags, studies also show that we wait till the day before <laughs> yeah. to get it done. Not a lot of planning. So what we find is if a woman's been packing all of her stuff and all of her kids' stuff, all of her boyfriend's stuff, all of her husband's stuff, she's probably not going to spend a lot of time packing your bag, fellas. So that's why we have less stuff. That's why we're better packers. we got to figure it out. We can come together as a team, be more strategic. Studies show that 9 out of 10 women don't wear all the clothes that they pack. And 9 out of 10 men do. we got to figure this out. It's interesting. we got to figure this out. I just find this interesting. Literally, on, uh, on that Vegas vacation, like there was stuff packed in her suitcase that had nothing to do with anything. I feel like that, that she's just grabbing stuff and throwing sentimental it in Sentimental value. It had sentimental value. No, it had no value. Then, then if you look, look it up. I'm not lying. Google it. Women also, once they get to the destination, buy more stuff, buy more flip-flops, buy more shirts, buy more hoodies to bring back with them. It's just ridiculous. Very, very ridiculous. But, you know, if that's the worst problem you got in your relationship, that's the worst problem you got with your mother, your wife, or your girlfriend, you're doing okay. And if that's all your boyfriend's complaining about, your husband, your son, you're doing okay. But still, who that was worth talking about? Get at us. Let us, let us know what you think. Rat me, boys! This is your official voice of youth and high school sports, Chad Ricardo, and you are listening to the Raspy Boys Kids. We're on to the next segment. Jeremy J and Team Phoenix. I'm Mr. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. We're here to talk to you about what's going on in Mountaineer Nation. The biggest thing that we could talk about is the coaching carousel. Dana so far staying, says he wants to be here. Shane says he's heard no real information about Dana going anywhere else. Everything's the way it should be. Dana's been on the recruiting trail wearing that flying WV. So I think we're where we want to be when it comes to Dana Holgerson. I I hope so, too. And I know you're about to move on to somebody else, but I think it's very big because last week, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram exploded with, if he doesn't want to be here, let him go. Yeah, we don't want him. The problem with saying all that stuff is, the way I feel is this. I don't know if he wants to stay or go. I'm not, I don't have that inside knowledge. But what I do know, and I said this on a tweet, is 
every person, coach, whoever you want to call it, every employee will leverage other job opportunities to get more money at the job they are at now. How can you hit? That's the way it goes, especially in coaching. If somebody's going to pay you more money, hey, take it to the next person and say, hey, look, they're going to pay me this. What are you going to do? And the thing is, money's not all that matters, but it helps with negotiations. Like Jeremy said, you use yeah. it to gain leverage. And the thing that you have to understand is it's not just leverage for more money. Sometimes he's getting assistance more money. It's true. It's Our wide really receivers true. coach is the lowest paid receivers coach in all of the Big 12. I feel like everybody would tell you our receivers are pretty good. The coaching staff probably has something to do with that. True. So it could be Dana trying to do that. The other thing could be Kirby Hocutt at Texas Tech is trying to make himself look good for hiring a guy in Matt Wells who has a prolific offense at Utah State or had a prolific offense at Utah State but didn't do much better than Kingsbury did in the Big 12. Yeah. So if you fire Kingsbury and you hire Matt Wells, it's a really hard sell when you've got people out there who wanted Leach back, who wanted Dana to come back. And then if Dana says to you, no, I don't want the job, if you leak from your side that we were that Dana was interested, he reached out to us and we told him, no, you look better. You look like a power player. You look like you were set on Matt Wells and he's so good you weren't even interested in Dana, I just, I just, who, by the way, owns the Red Raiders. Th- that's the truth. And I just feel like there's so much stuff going on for people to go out and start killing but my, Dana. But, but what I was going to say, my point in all that is we don't even know if it's true. That's what, that's I'm, what saying. I'm saying. We that's don't what even I'm know saying. if it's true. To start killing people and start saying, oh, well, if he doesn't. And man, we don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, it's like Spav. So that's, that's the biggest the thing. Next yeah, thing yeah. The next yeah. thing we're talking about, Spav left. Well, what guy has a coordinator position is not going to take a head coaching position? Jake made $500,000. But hold up, but did you hear people complain about that, that he took the job? No, not that part. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. Okay, all right. I'm Jake doing made $500,000 so last year, and the guy who they just fired made 670000 last year at Texas State, who has no state income tax. So the opportunity to make more money is there. Why would you not take it? The opportunity for yeah. career advancement is there. Why would you not take it? We all agree. And then people were like, well, if he's going to bolt and leave our guys high and dry and not coach the bowl game, one guy said, that's exactly why I don't like him, which you have every right to not like him. I see, I didn't see that. It don't make but no sense. what I don't get is, why don't you like him? He's doing what everybody does, especially with this new early signing period. Kids can sign this month of December with whatever school they want to go to. You don't have time to wait till the 28th of December to stay with your team and coach your guys because kids will literally be signing to other schools already. Literally, this is how it goes. It's he, what every coach, pretty much every coach does that now. He's Nobody, not doing something that's like super radical, su- something super radical. This is exactly what happens and how it goes. He's bettering his family and has an opportunity in front of him, and that's what you do. You take him. We wish him the best. And it looks good for us, too. If you want to be selfish, it looks good for Dana that his assistants become head coaches. It looks good saying, I can help you become what you want to become because I've done it. He can look at placements. Those kinds of things are good for us. But not only that, the whole narrative that De- Jake was leaving us high and dry was wrong. Guess who's calling the plays in the bowl game? Spaff. Jake. So we didn't even know. That's the thing is we didn't know. But we take information that people tweet out and then we, we run with it. Or they put it on Facebook. If you see it on Facebook, it's almost guaranteed to not be true. I don't listen to anything unless I <laughs> see it from a check mark, blue check mark, from an actual credible news source. Or if I get it from one of the sources where people will, will send me messages or information where I know that they know what they're talking about. And I'm not saying that everybody has to be that way. I'm just saying it's not really fair to get emotions tied up. Like I saw one, one account kept saying it's a bad look for us that nobody's responded. It had been like three hours. It wasn't a week. It, was, it wasn't even a day. This isn't days. Tennessee. This is this, this is not Tennessee. It's not weeks of, of uncertainty. It's not people declining the job and people seeing him. Like, <laughs> there's no pictures of Dana somewhere else. He's not throwing the guns up sign somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there, there was nothing. It was just hours. So, so he's out recruiting. Shane can't get a hold of him. What if, the kid, what if he's in somebody's living room at that moment? Do you think Dana should go outside and tweet about it? Or it's, text somebody or call somebody. It's funny. Just, I'm just saying, let's wait until the facts are in before we make decisions. I understand that's not how the world works, but I think as Mountaineer fans, we'll feel a lot better if we stop jumping to conclusions. 
That's never going to happen, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And so the, the, the other thing with me is like the, the Swiss things is I've heard a lot of people killing Spath. People saying, good riddance. Oh, we'll yeah. get some people are crazy. Here's the thing. Here's the truth. And I told Brandon this. This dude averaged 38 points a game over 24 games in two years with West Virginia. He had 12 games of, of, of 40 or more points. He had six games of more than 50 or more points. Only three times was he held under 24 points. And two of those weren't with the starting quarterback, Will Greer. Here's the thing. Things maybe could be a little bit better in WVU when it comes to the offense. Yeah. But it could be a whole lot worse. Be careful what you wish for. And some people will say, well, he had Will Greer and he had Sills and he had Jennings. You know what? Mullins had Pat White or yeah. Gino. No, no. Mullen, Mullen had Pat White too. That's right. That's right. He, Pat, had White, Pat White. He, he had, had Gino. What are you going to say there? He had those big time receivers. Deadman, Tavon, Noel Devine. He had all the talent in the world, too. And he also got to play against the Big East. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I think sometimes people lose perspective of what's really going on. Jake is doing a good job. Maybe it's not the job you, you want. Maybe it's not the greatest job ever. But be careful what you wish for because there's so many times people make changes yeah. and go to new coaches. And you know what happens? Ten years later, they're singing the, the crime, the blues, and their program has been set back for years and years because we weren't happy with what we were getting. Spath... Two years in this program. He hasn't been here for 10 years. He hasn't been here for 12 years. Two years in this, uh, two years in this system. Two years calling plays. Opportunities to get better and better and, and better. He did. Everybody complained we didn't use the tight end enough last year. What did he, he did. do this year? He made one first team all Big 12. The other thing that I look at is the efficiency when it just comes to scoring. Because we look at situational stuff. And you're right. You can look at situations and say we didn't do well with this, that, or the other. And you're right. Because it's legitimate. The other thing I say also is people will say, well, he make, they're big boys. They're grown ups. They get paid a lot of money. You're right. I'm, I'm not telling you. True. You can't criticize him. No, He's criticize him. Yes. I just am saying like as a fan, like from one fan to another, I think it's unrealistic to think we're going to be that much better than sixth. Sixth in offensive efficiency. Will Greer or not. There's only five teams that are better than us in the entire country. It, it, it's hard to be that good <laughs> anytime. And here we are that good right now. Um, and people are saying it's not good enough. I don't know if people realize, but Lincoln Riley's really good at calling plays. And yes. Kyler Murray's really good at football. And C.D. Lamb and, and Hollywood Brown and Rodney um, Anderson. Yeah. They're really good. And the other guys they have running behind them are good too. And they had the best offensive line in the country. And that's why they had literally the greatest offense by a lot of standards, a lot of metrics ever. So if you're comparing us to Oklahoma... Of course they're better than us. Like They have a lot of advantages we don't have. The one other thing you're not looking at is that a lot of Greer's development, when we say, well, he had Will Greer, Will Greer is a much better quarterback than he was when he was at Florida. Yeah. Who's the quarterback coach? Jake Spavital. So I think you have to think about, like Jamie said, be careful what you wish for. I'm not worried about our offense, though, because that takes us to our next point. Who are we getting to replace him? I'm not worried about the offense because Dana's a guru. And like you mentioned to me when we were talking before, Dana knows some of the greatest minds in college football. He's groomed he some of the greatest minds in college football uh, offensively. Um, so we have a lot of options. There's people who are talking about um, Clint Trickett. <laughs> talking about wanting Clint Trickett back. I don't yeah. think this is. I don't think Clint Trickett is quite at a place where we'd entrust him with play calling. Um, uh, bring your daddy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> at this level, <laughs> love you, Wick Line. No, no, yeah, yeah. I get twisted. Love you, Wick Line. We know Trick. <laughs> yeah, Rick Trick is he's legendary. Um, there's uh, somebody said bring Pat White in. That's not going to happen for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm really honestly, personally not worried about it because I really do think, uh, oh, the other one, Kingsbury, Cling, uh, Cl Cl Cliff Kingsbury. I never thought we were getting Kingsbury. I never thought. Yeah, yeah. Cl Cliff made more money than Dana made last year as a head coach. Okay. Cliff has calls from multiple NFL teams. Too many teams. And we saw where he ended up. So. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Well, he didn't end up anywhere. Uh, okay. There were reports he reports went to USC. He went to USC. I guess it's at the but final. Even, but even with the reports he went to USC, you think we can comp- compete with USC money-wise? Yeah. I, uh, it's, I mean, with your coordinator, now granted there's more to it. There's fits, and he's got a personal relationship with Dan and other people on the staff, so I get that. But I just I don't think we have the money. to. Com- we definitely don't have the money or the prestige to compete with the NFL. That's, you know, when you get to the NFL and you've coached the NFL, again, you build relationships. You get to show what you can do on a level that West Virginia can't offer and most co- universities can't offer. And I can't fault Kingsbury. And you can't look at Shane or Dana and say they didn't do a good job by not getting him because it's just a different – it's a different level. It's a different, yeah, it's no, a different level. no, nobody hating on that. Yeah. So that said, um, I don't know who we're going to end up with. But every day that goes by that Dana doesn't hire an offensive coordinator leads me to believe that Dana's going to take play calling duties back over. That's just my opinion. That's the reason why I'm not really worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. I'm, I'm not worried about it because – I feel like he'll get a guy in there, and if he doesn't, we've seen before Dana can can handle. And by the way, he's grown since then too. Yeah. So he's a great offensive coordinator. He is. He can call the plays. If if that's what I'm saying, if all else fails, if we don't get the guy, the perfect guy that we want, if all else fails, I'm not extremely worried about our offense. Now I'm with you guys. People are saying, well, you know, they they were killing Spav. Yeah. I hope I hope you guys are right. I I hope the people who are saying all this stuff. I hope you're right. I hope the next guy we get is the the is biggest better. biggest juggernaut since Lincoln Riley. I I just want to sum it up to just say, be, and I've said it twice. I just hope you're right because sometimes it doesn't go like you think it goes. Rat me, boys. Astor Auto of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astorgado of Charleston, a tradition of automotive excellence. Learn more at astorgado.com. College football playoff selections, one through four. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, and Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix, we're about to get to it. We're going to tell you who the college football playoffs decided would be the top four. And then we're going to tell you why we hate each one of those teams. Yes. Why we hate is back. It's back. It's back on the back. I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm, really I'm excited about it too. So number one, undefeated Alabama rolling tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. The Crimson Tide comes in at number one, 13-0 SEC champions, SEC West and the SEC overall. Absolute juggernaut, but we hate them. We hate Alabama. Why do we hate Alabama, Jeremy? How much time we got? Let's see. No, I mean, the truth is, Alabama, first of all, the reason why I hate Alabama because it's unfair. Let's be for it's real. It's unfair. A freaking NFL you team. A, you won't give us a break. <laughs> Tell me about Roy, Jeremy. King Saber won't come home. <laughs> King Saber won't come home. That's the other problem we have with it. But we'll talk about that in a second. I, my, my real problem with Alabama is before the year starts, you are given one year, uh, one loss. Even with a loss, you already know you're in. Yeah, Alabama. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. Even if they don't win their every conference. single year, don't win your conference. If you only have one loss, you are in. No other team in the country, other than maybe Notre Dame, can say that. Ohio State usually, but even this year they got left out. No, right. uh, it's just Bama. I think it's like yeah, that's right. It's Bama. Bama is the only team. Bama, you have one loss. It's okay. You have to lose two times before you count Bama out. Yeah. Stop it. That's why we hate you. That's why we hate you. The other thing is what Dabo Sweeney said. When it comes to college football, it's Alabama and Roy. Who's Roy, Jeremy? <laughs> it's uh, well, the rest of y'all. rest of y'all. <laughs> Dabo said it right. Love Dabo. It's Bama and the rest of y'all. Truthfully, as we get to number two, we'll see why that's not all the way true. But that's how we feel. The college football playoff selection and college football coverage and college football recruits have made it clear it's Alabama and the rest of y'all. 
I hate it. I hate it. I hate them. I hate your mother. I hate everything about you guys. I hate that we can't compete. And when I say we, I mean the rest of college football. Everybody else Do in college football. That no, that, that's what it is. Since the beginning of the year, we've known it's Alabama and the rest of you. And then three more people. And the thing about that is people want to sit there and say, yeah, you got some big boys. Big boys, really? How many times has Georgia beaten Alabama in the yep. last... Decade. No, that's what's so funny. People are like, oh, wait till a real team. They don't play anybody. When they do play somebody, that's what they, they do to they them. They always win. They win. It's a W. What and are you going to say? And when they don't win, they murder you, basically. Yeah. The SEC is 6-65 six and 65 in their last 71 games against Alabama. It's not fair. People want to chant SEC, SEC, or say it just means more. Yeah, it means more to Alabama. New chant is Bama, 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 Bama. Bama. <laughs> Y'all riding on those elephant tusks. You're riding on the back of that elephant. But let me tell you a real reason why I hate Alabama. Let's hear it. Bama, you don't ever play a real out-of-conference road game. Never. Never. Where is it? Well, people always want to say, they'll try to say that there really is one, but like Jeremy will tell you, it's a neutral site. It's a neutral site. You go to the Cowboy Stadium. You go to Atlanta. You never have to go into somebody else's stadium, play at in their place with their fans at night. And their band with your sequester somewhere up in the top corner <laughs> like Virginia Tech <laughs> That's does. right. You get a little corner, little section, come to Morgantown. Well, don't come to Morgantown. But no, we can talk about <laughs> it. We can talk about it. We got this. The only person who wouldn't come to Morgantown is King Saban. King Saban, you're a mountaineer. You're born and bred of West Virginia. Best friends? Whoa, great friends. With Joe Manchin, you know where you should be. But where are you? Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Now, I know it seems like he wants to be there, guys. I know it does. But have any of you ever heard of Stockholm Syndrome? That is clearly what Nick Saban is dealing with. He's been kidnapped, forced to sign a contract multiple times that he does not want to. And Bama has indoctrinated him. He wants to come home. Look in his eyes. I want to come home. He wants to come home. And you won't let him. That's why we hate Alabama. Wait, still saying unnecessary. Unnecessary. About to say why I hate Jeremy singing. But that is not the point. That's why we hate George Take Curry. No, no, that's why. By itself. That's why. That is why we hate Alabama. We hate the Crimson Tide. We hate you. That's right. Also, what does the Crimson Tide have to do with elephants? Nothing. 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 All right. So Jeremy. Oh, also, you guys play FCS teams in November. That's right. No, 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 no. Multiple FCS teams. But anyway. Please say stop it. Number two, Clemson Tigers. Again, 13-0, undefeated. All five of their starting defensive linemen on the first team, all ACC team. Absolute juggernaut in the playoffs again, yet again. But I hate Clemson. You know why I hate Clemson? No, no, talk about it. Talk about it. Because you have a cooler entrance than us. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of you getting... (laughs) To touch Howard's Rock. I'm tired of you getting to come through the stands. I hate it. I'm tired of it and I hate it. And there are no Tigers in South Carolina anyway. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The, yeah. Go, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That's a stupid name. Stupid mascot. Just like there are no Alaba- elephants in Alabama. Tigers do not. They're not indigenous to South Carolina. So that right by itself. Also, you're not your state university. Your name is Clemson. What's that have to do with South, South Carolina? Nothing. That's right. Nobody knows who you are. You don't even know where you're from if you just say Clemson. The other problem I have with you, Clemson, is what kind of name is Dabo? Dabo? Dabo's not a good name. It's a made-up uh, name. Nate, tell me somebody you know. Jeremy, seriously, do you know anybody no, named Dabo? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I've never even Dabo. read in a book. I've never seen it in a movie. There's nobody named Dabo, okay? I hate Clemson because you're, you named, your coach is named Dabo. So, so now, now the brand has went off on that. Let me tell you about some real stuff. <laughs> Let me tell you about some real stuff. I hate Clemson. Because look at the ACC. Everybody's like, oh, definitely Alabama's in. Definitely Clemson. Who have you beat, Clemson? Who's in? The ACC is so garbage. It's not even funny. Putrid. There's two teams. This huge conference with all kinds of history, and you have two teams that are ranked? 16. They have 16 teams in their conference. Two teams that are ranked. 
Number 20, Syracuse. And Clemson, you. Who else you got? Think about who you play. You played that team up north, that cesspool to the north, and a championship game when they had a garbage schedule. Why? Because the ACC is garbage. Yet you get so much respect. The only time you played a real team from the S, excuse me, from the Bama, 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 Bama. Bama. You won by two points, 28-26 over Texas A&M. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got talent, yes. You look good, yes. You are not Alabama. Sit down. Co- uh, 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 well, actually, I guess I guess Dabo did say that. It's Bama and the rest of y'all. But I don't think he really believes it. He no. just says it's the hype of his team. That's my thing. But you should believe it because it is. It's Bama and the rest of y'all. The other problem I have with Clemson, you are not the real Death Valley. The real Death Valley is either in California or is in the bayou. Bayou. Baton Rouge. <laughs> Get your Ed George on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So don't tell me about you guys being the real Death Valley. You know you're not. Stop it. For Pete's sake, stop it. For Pete's sake, stop it. Number three, Notre Dame. No, 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 no. No, no. But you, you had something else about Clemson. Well, it, it? About uh, how uh, we were on par with them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now speak about it because you know, this, this is for Mountaineer fans. We beat you 70 33. Whipped you. We beat the brakes off you. Savon, all day. 70's not just our speed limit. Aren't you glad we won? We were the next kings in line. We were going to take the next step. We were going to be the next ones at the peak. We had Dana. We had 10 wins. We were going to the Big 12. (laughs) And that didn't happen for us. But now you guys have anointed yourself as royalty. I feel feel like Fredo. I was passed over. I was passed over. It's not. I'm smart. <laughs> you guys, nobody even says Clemsoning anymore. No, nah, it's, it's dead. Clemsoning's dead. Dabo killed it with his fake name. <laughs> yeah. And now you guys are part of Bama and Clemson and the rest of us. Roy. You guys aren't part of Roy. We're part of Roy. And I hate it. I hate it. And you get to play a seven and five team in your in your ACC championship. Get all the recruits. Yeah, you know, get get two quarterbacks. First year quarterback started <laughs> last year. You hit a beast, than, yeah. but you had Bryant, who's a beast of a quarterback. And this year, you got another guy that replaced him. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm tired. Of it. I'm sick of it. It's ridiculous. You took Sammy Watkins from us. I hate that too. The other thing I'll say. The last thing I'll say is when you play a team that's seven and five, and they have more punts than they have passing yards. You shouldn't get to claim your conference. No. Or you get to claim your conference championship. It shouldn't count as a 13th data point. All right. No. Now on to number three. Notre Dame. Now, Notre Shame, Notre Lame, Norte Dame, whatever you want to call them, it's the Fighting Irish. And we hate them. The reason I hate them, well, the reasons. Nah, it's a long list. The plethora, as Stephen A. Smith would say, of reasons is you guys aren't even in a conference. Yet you get treated as if you're a conference champion. Because yeah. you went 12 and 0. You do, yeah. You're basically an ACC affiliate. You play a weak ACC schedule the same way that Clemson did, but you don't blow them out of the water like Clemson did for most of the teams they played. You beat Pitt, 7 and 5 Pitt, eight, po- uh, 8 passing yards, but 9 punts Pitt. You beat them by 5 points. You beat Ball State by 8 points. That's pathetic. You guys are absolutely pathetic. And, and the thing is, as Mountain fans, we've hated Notre Dame for a long time. Long time. We, we think back back to 1989 when we'd have won the national championship, but you got fortunate to hurt our quarterback. Yes, intentionally, like, I'm sure. We hate Notre Dame. The reason why, like, it's funny when this starts getting real. Yeah. The reason why I hate you, Notre Dame, is because every single year you come in, like Texas, with the benefit of the doubt. Yes. You're always in the top ten. They're back. Notre Dame's back. Texas is back. They say that every year. Until you prove that you are not back to you prove you are garbage, they give you the benefit of the doubt. And why? why? Who else gets that benefit of the doubt? 
think about it. In recent history, why do you deserve that? I know you're Notre Dame. I know your history. But in recent history, you've done nothing to de- de- to deserve. I don't know, Jeremy. I mean, Brian Kelly uh, yells at his team like they're yeah. a bunch of, uh, like he's his alcoholic stepdad who's not happy with his life. No, he's he, well, he's had a bad day and he comes <laughs> home and he yells to the red in the face like, cussing, which is not a Notre Dame thing to do. What? You would think. You guys are supposed to be all pious. Uh, I, I, saw, I saw one spoof that said, like, Actually, I think we'll talk about Jim Harbaugh, but it works for Brian Kelly, too. Brian Kelly looks like the guy who yells at his wife for not getting the right answer during Scattergory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I'm going with alcoholic stepdad who's not it. happy with I his life it. and yells at his kids, uh, yells at his stepchildren when they come in, <laughs> and then they yell back, you're not my real dad. That's what happens. Okay? Yeah. I'm sure that's what happens. The other thing I don't like about Notre Dame, uh, as far as far as I'm concerned, is that you want your cake and you want to eat it too. You want to talk about how great you are as an academic institution, and then you get upset when your team doesn't do what you want, which is go undefeated and win a national championship every single year. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. You either have to lower your academic standards or you're going to have to deal with the fact that you're not the great Notre Dame that you used to be. Yeah. You're going to get embarrassed in the college football playoff. Most people will tell you that you really don't belong there. You don't have the, you don't have the pedigree of these other teams, but you're going to get the payout like you do. Yeah. You don't have to share any of yours because you're not a part of a conference. So you get the benefits of not being in a conference, say getting all the money, yeah. your own television contract, but you don't have any of the baggage of having to deal with sharing your money, going, uh, you know, all the other things that every other school has to do. Yeah. And you lead people on, like you led the Big East on. You're leading the ACC on. And I mean, honestly, think about this year. What have you done? Like, who are you beat Michigan? Michigan, I feel like, is very overrated, but fine. They're highly ranked. But think about it. What, you beat USC? USC's garbage. garbage. You beat them by seven points. Absolute garbage. Pitt? Pitt, you beat by five points. Yeah. Vanderbilt, you beat by five points. Ball State, you beat by eight. What did you really do? Yeah. I know you're solid on offense and you're solid on defense. Solid offense, solid on defense gets you whipped against Clemson. That's what's going to happen. Or they showed a stat. We all watched it because we were all, all ready for the, the college football uh, final, the final four. And they said Notre Dame would be, uh, uh, according to Vegas betting books, would be an underdog against Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. But you know what? You got in at the number three spot. That's why we hate Notre Dame. Number four, mm. Oklahoma. Mm. You know why I hate Oklahoma, Jeremy? Talk to him. Because when you yell boomer, they, somebody always has to yell sooner. I hate it. I hate their stupid fight song. And you play it for everything. That's a three-yard game. Oklahoma on the tackle. Stop. You play your song too much. It's annoying. And it's celebrating, like the rest of you guys, the fact that you steal land. I'm sorry. Last I checked, stealing was bad. But you named your entire state the Sooner State. Proud of yourselves for going in, stealing land that didn't belong to you. And you come and you steal our conference. You won four straight Big 12 championships. But that's... But did you really deserve it? And and that's the thing. You won four straight Big 12 championships. And like I said, this is where we get real again. Why I hate you, Oklahoma, is because you want to be the banner league in the Big 12. And you win four straight championships. And you're supposed to be... All right, I'll say you're supposed to be our juggernaut. the, The team that represents us. Our big boys. Big dog. But in the last 15 years, you know what you've done? You haven't won at all. All the talent, all the beating, everybody else in the Big 12. And when you get on the big stage, I was going to say another thing. I was going to say another nope, phrase. Nope. But but you shrink back. You shrink back. We'll, we'll, we'll say, you, you shrink, shrink back. back. Get back. That, and that's what happens. Or you have a game that you could have won against Georgia, and suddenly your coaches get conservative. No. You never get conservative right. against the rest of us. But suddenly and, when you're playing Georgia, you get conservative. You get scared. You play scared. You, and no. You, and, and that's why I hate them. Another reason why I hate Oklahoma is because... I don't know what's in the water down there in Norman. But the quarterbacks you produce, maybe they're great, 
But they're so arrogant. So they're arrogant. Like, you, you're the one who brought this to my attention about yeah. Kyler. No, somebody, somebody tried to argue with me the other day that St. Kyler We can't Kyler stand Baker, old. but we also now can't stand Kyler. I can't uh, stand Kyler. And, and that's not, you may think, well, uh, a student athlete who's getting all this pub, who's doing all these things, who's going to be care. the Heisman race. Does Tua seem like that to you? No, Tua's humble. Does Jalen Hurts? Okay, that's a little. That's a little Tua? Uh, Tua's father made sure he would never get to be mad <laughs> about nothing. <laughs> Kyler's, for, Kyler's for father could learn something. Tua's father. When, Ky- Tua's father don't play. Now, I'm just saying, but even Will Greer. Will Greer was in the, is in the Heisman candidate, you know, yeah, area. So and, and you listen, they are Oklahoma's quarterback. I don't know what happens to I don't them. know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I hate Oklahoma. I hate Oklahoma. Because you got some arrogant jerks. That's what you are. And like Jordan I, is a basketball brand, okay? You and Michigan, just so you know. I'll take it. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what else do we hate oh, about um, Ohio University is a real OU. And and we also, yeah, okay. <laughs> I hate a little too far. But here's the truth. Like we said, everybody says, but you couldn't stop a nosebleed, okay? So, your defense so, is terrible. Your defense, I mean, I know nobody really cares about and that. And who but, has ever called of an excessive blocking penalty? No, 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 no. We'll get back to the excessive blocking penalty. But here's the thing about your defense being terrible. And um, coach, coach, uh, what's his name? Uh, Riley? No, uh, Ruffin McNeil that we were on with Tony Creedy and coach. Oh, uh, oh uh, yeah, coach. Coach was bringing it out. He was like, <laughs> he was breaking down the rankings between defensive backs, high quality defensive backs, high quality linebackers, five star defensive linemen. It doesn't make sense. How can you have that much talent and be that garbage on defense? No if sense. it costs you another national championship, you know what I'm gonna say? That's what you do. You shrink back in the biggest moments. You fire stoops. You get McNeil. Your players talk trash about their own coach, and you still stink on defense. And who's ever heard of an excessive blocking penalty? Oh, my. Who's ever heard of an excessive <laughs> back blocking to it. penalty? Let's get back to it. <laughs> You've never in your life. I'm telling you. You watch peewee football. You watch junior high. You watch middle school, high school. You watch college. You watch pros. You watch arena league. You watch Canadian league. In my 35 years of life, I have never, ever seen an excessive blocking penalty called. I've never heard it on the radio. I've never seen it on sports. You know what I, Not only did they call it, they called it after we had a big run. It changed the complete complexion of the game. It did. The, during that series, you end up getting a scoop and score for a touchdown instead of us just quarterback sneaking or running with our backs into the end zone. It changed the whole game. It gave you guys a three-point win. <laughs> so we're not Big 12 champions. You're Big 12 champions. Really? Hmm. Seems seems ridiculous. It's why I hate OU. I hate it. I hate your DNA. OU DNA. I hate that. I hate hashtag OU DNA. I hate Lincoln Riley tweeting pictures of just eyeballs. I hate it. What are you, 17? Do, do you know another thing I hate? You know, you know? Excuse me. You know another thing I've never seen? What? In the history of playing football. Now, granted, maybe this may, may not be your fault. But in the history of college football, I've seen probably a trillion horns down. And I know I should hate Texas for this, but I hate o, 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 OU for it too. Because how many times have you done it? Yeah. Hundreds of times. Without repercussion. We get flagged for it. We have to kick from the five-yard line and give the other team the opportunity to win. How in the world has this never been brought to the table? Well, finally they decided to throw a flag on it. But you didn't get called for it. You know why? Because they give you the benefit of the doubt. Every You hit our dude in the ear. Sims, straight up, uh, helmet-to-helmet contact. Should have been targeting, thrown out the game. But you know what didn't happen? Not even a flag. Not at all. They said they reviewed it, but just garbage. All How could they review it? helmet Crown of helmet into the ear hole. Yeah. Feet left the ground because he launched. Yeah. Didn't even make an attempt to wrap up. Players concussed. Plenty of time to see it. No penalty called. I hate I hate OU to, to wrap this up all in all because you can win the Big 12, but I guarantee you're going to lose Alabama. And you may say, oh, well, it's Alabama. But last year you lost to Georgia. You you're, can't, you're the Kansas of football. You, you can't finish. You're the Big 12's Kansas of football. You can't finish. We hate. And by the way, that does it. 
That's why we hate college football playoffs final four. But we'll still be watching. And we hate Syracuse. Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.